How's it going, everybody? Thank you very much for tuning in to the Tomatolito Show. And uh, I have to put it out there. If, to date, you have not been excited about women's boxing and the current state of women's boxing, or if you just happen to overlook women's boxing, I guarantee you that after today, after this episode, you're going to go get on your phone, get on your laptop, get on your computer, and start looking up and doing research uh, for yourself and looking deeper into the current state of boxing and these uh, these fighters that I'm going to bring to your attention. Let's talk about the who's who in women's boxing today. Let's start from the lightest division and uh, or the, one of the lighter divisions and we'll we'll start moving up. Let's go straight into uh, the featherweight division. Now, in the featherweight division right now, the the name is none other than Amanda Serrano. This is a person you need to know in the featherweight division. Amanda Serrano, nicknamed the real deal. Her current record is 38-1-1. and uh, So 38 victories, one loss, one draw, with 28 of those victories coming by way of knockout. And uh, some of the research that I did on Amanda Serrano... Uh, she turned pro in 2009. She won the WBC and the NABF featherweight titles in 2011, so just two years into her pro career uh, by defeating Jennifer Scott. Uh, same year, 2011, she wins the IBF super featherweight belt. So she wins the featherweight belt, and then she wins a super featherweight belt, so different division. Uh, and her title reign begins, and her ascension towards the history books. Wait till you hear this, because she she is one of the most accomplished names out there right now in women's boxing. Uh, 2012, three years into her professional career. 2012, she challenges none other than Frida Wahlberg for the WBC belt uh, in an attempt at unifying titles in the super featherweight division, and she loses. She loses to Frida Wahlberg. That is the one defeat she has on the record. Um, she has been honored by the Guinness Book of World Records uh, to date. Overall, she has held, to date, she has held nine world titles across seven weight divisions, making her second to none other than Manny Pacquiao. Manny Pacquiao overall has uh, garnered 12 titles through eight divisions. Amanda Serrano, nine world titles across seven weight divisions, and hence the Guinness Book of World Record induction. And um, she has been tearing it up. She's also uh, uh, had some fights in MMA, and she messes around with MMA as well. Um, she's she's the real deal. Out of Puerto Rico, Amanda Serrano, the real deal, 38-1-1, 28 knockouts. This is the who's who in the featherweight division and the super featherweight division. What's next for Amanda Serrano? Uh, hopefully, there's been talks and... This year, the fight fell through several times, and that was uh, against Katie Taylor. And we're going to talk and jump in to uh, to look at, at Katie Taylor's past and her her record and her her accomplishments. That is a mega fight for women's boxing. Amanda Serrano versus Katie Taylor. It's fell through, I believe, three times uh, to date, and uh, hopefully. They'll be able to schedule this and get this fight to uh, actually happen and take place uh, this coming year in 2021. With that said, let's jump right in and take a look at who Katie Taylor is. Katie Taylor, 
Her nickname is the Bray Bomber. Uh, Irish fighter. She has a perfect record at 17-0 with six of those uh, victories coming by way of knockout. She is a highly decorated uh, and has had a, a highly decorated amateur career. So she hit the ground running at an early uh, stage in her life and came into the professional uh, ranks and into the professional world of boxing uh, with with the with an established uh, past, an established uh, pedigree uh, in the world of boxing. Check this out. Overall, six gold medals at the European Championships in 2005, 06, 07, 2009, 2011, and 2014. She has five gold medals and one bronze at the World Championships in 06, 08, 2010, 2014, and sorry, 2010, 2012, 2014, and 2016. Five gold, one bronze at the World Championships. Uh, five gold medals at the European Union Championships. 08, 09, 2010, 11, and 2013. She won the gold medal at the London Olympics in 2012, and she won the gold medal at the European Games. In 2015, she turned pro in 2016, and she is currently the undisputed lightweight champion in women's boxing. The undisputed, not a unified, but she is she is the one to beat in the lightweight division for in the women's lightweight division. Uh, she is a current undisputed lightweight champion, and right now they're. We just mentioned it. One of the big mega fights that they're that they're focusing on is going to be versus Amanda Serrano. If they're able to reschedule and actually get this fight to happen and get this fight to stick, um, other than that, she's looking at possibly a fight, a rematch fight against Jessica McCaskill, someone who Katie Taylor beat already. Um, maybe against Cecilia Brockes. We're going to talk about those two young ladies here in a, in a second. Or possibly there's talks of a big crossover fight between Katie Taylor and Chris Cyborg. So if you have no idea who Amanda Serrano is, was, check her out. If you have no idea who I'm talking about right now, about Katie Taylor, she is everywhere. She is the who's who in women's boxing at the moment, along with the other names that we're going to mention. So Katie Taylor you gotta, you, you gotta watch her. She is explosive, fast hands, a lot of power behind her, uh, behind her punches. Awesome, exciting young fighter. And, uh, the one, the one to get behind on, uh, as far as women's boxing. Let's jump into the welterweight division. So we covered, uh, featherweight, super featherweight, Katie Taylor running the show at lightweight. Let's look at the welterweight division. Cecilia Brockes, the first lady of boxing. Uh, that is her nickname, the first lady of boxing. She sits with a record of 36 and one defeat, nine knockouts by way, uh, nine knockouts, uh, those nine victories by way of knockout, I guess, out of 36. Uh, she won the European Championships in 2004. Uh, actually, I'll correct it. In 2004, the European Championships, she medaled, but she won second place, the silver medal. The following year, she came back in 2005 and won the gold medal at the European Championships. She turned pro in 2007. 
She captured the WBC and WBA welterweight belts in 2009, so two years into her professional career. Uh, she captured a WBO belt in 2010, so three of the major sanctioning bodies belts uh, within a three-year span of her professional career. She defended these titles for four consecutive years. In 2014, she captured the IBF belt, the sole belt that she needed to become the undisputed champion at welterweight by beating none other than Ivana Havison. Uh, this made her the first woman to hold all four major titles in a single division. Made history, Cecilia Brockes. Uh, she captured the IBO belt in 2016, giving her a fifth title. She remained undefeated until her loss, which took place this past August. This year, 2020, she lost to none other than Jessica McCaskill. Uh, she has exercised her rematch clause, and we should be seeing Jessica McCaskill and Cecilia Brockes uh, run it one more time uh, in a rematch fight. This coming 2021. Um, with that said, wow, awesome stats, right? Now let's jump into the person who defeated Cecilia Brockes, who gave her that one defeat, Jessica McCaskill. Her nickname is the Cass Killer. Uh, she sits with a record of nine and two, three of those victories by way of knockout. She is a two-time Golden Gloves winner. She turned pro in 2015. In only her seventh fight as a professional, she challenged Katie Taylor, whom we mentioned earlier. Katie Taylor running the lightweight show, uh, the lightweight division. Uh, Jessica McCaskill challenges Katie Taylor in only her seventh professional fight. And this was back in 2017, three years ago, and, uh, and came up short. Obviously, right? Katie Taylor's still undefeated. McCaskill has two defeats to date. That's one of them. Katie against Katie Taylor. In 2018, she receives a second title shot. She moves up to super lightweight and defeated Annabelle Farias for the WBC belt. In 2019, she unified titles by defeating Anaí Sanchez and adding the WBA belt. She dethroned Cecilia Brockes this year in 2020, and she became the new undisputed welterweight champion in women's boxing as of August of this year. So ever since this victory, obviously the rematch with Cecilia Brockes is what's being sought after, but we also hear a lot of um, social media uh, exchanges between Jessica McCaskill and the fighter that we're going to look into next, which is none other than Clarissa Shields. Uh, so awesome the way that they're intertwining here. Uh, Clarissa Shields, her nickname is T-Rex. She sits with a perfect record at 10-0 with two knockouts coming by way of, uh, or two victories coming by way of knockout. Uh, obviously, we know about Clarissa Shields here in the United States because of the the coverage, the media coverage that she received during her Olympic runs and throughout her amateur career. Now, very decorated as an amateur as well, Clarissa Shields uh, amassed a record of 77-1 and one as an amateur. Um, that one defeat is going to come into play here. We're going to mention that here shortly. Um, two Olympic gold medals. She won in 2012 in London, and she medaled, gold medal in uh, 2016 in Rio. So, two Olympic gold medals. 
She won a gold medal at the Pan Am Games in 2015, becoming the first American woman to win gold in the Pan Am Games. So she made history there. She turned pro in 2016. She is currently the undisputed middleweight champion of the world. She also holds the WBC and the WBO super welterweight belts, hence why the back and forth with Jessica McCaskill has, uh, has, has taken place, right? Um, so she's got, not only is she running the show at middleweight, but she's got the super welterweight, two super welterweight titles. She's a unified champion in the division beneath uh, the middleweight uh, division. She recently signed a contract with the PFL. This was actually news that took place here about a week ago. Uh, in the last few days, more and more details have come up. Uh, it looks like well, PFL, obviously, I covered in a previous episode, the PFL is a professional fighters league, which used to be the World Series of Fighting. It's an MMA organization. And um, and they set apart. The reason they, they set aside from the competition is because they run a season similar to like the NBA or NFL or baseball, what have you. They run a season. The season qualifies these fighters. Uh, their standings or win-loss records qualifies them into like a playoff type, um, quarterfinal, semifinal, and then obviously the, uh, the final matchup, the championship. Um, she has signed a contract with the PFL. According to the contract and the stipulations in the contract and the details that have been released, she's going to make her MMA debut uh, in 2021. These are supposed to be special attraction type matchups to where she gets her gets some fights under her belt uh, as far as MMA. Uh, Now, 2022, she has agreed that if she's ready, uh, she has agreed in that contract that she will take part of the 2022 regular season with the PFL, running a full season format with the PFL, and let's see how far she could get there. But none other than uh, as early as 2021, we'll be seeing Clarissa Shields in an octagon format uh, or in an MMA format style fight, not just in boxing. Big news for Clarissa Shields. She's training out of uh, um, New Mexico uh, with uh with uh, Jackson, I believe is Jackson's gym that, that she's training with, where John Jones, Holly Holm, and um, and a, a lot of notorious names uh, come out of and uh, and currently train at. So uh, that that is an awesome team. If she's gonna start and hit the ground running uh, to make a run at MMA in a different sport, you couldn't go with a better team. That's one of the one of the storied, longstanding uh, MMA uh, gyms. And, uh, and a lot of, uh, the, the who's who's have gone through that gym and currently John Jones still trains there with, uh, at, at Jackson's, uh, what's next for Clarissa Shields? Well, aside from the PFL coming up in 2021, they are talking about a unification at super welterweight with, uh, none other than Marie Eve DeCare, uh, also against Savannah Marshall. Uh, Savannah Marshall. Now, Marie-Yves DeCare, let's talk about that real quick because it came up uh, in one of the prior episodes as well. Marie-Yves DeCare, uh, that unification bout was going to take place uh, this coming week. December 11th was supposed to be the debut of Zufa Boxing. And Dana White was going to have this fight, Shields versus DeCare, as the main event, as a headlining event for their 
their first show, their debut show as Sufa Boxing as a promotional company. That fell through. And the only reason that we received uh, to date was because of uh, uh, COVID, ongoing, uh, the ongoing issues with the pandemic and the shutdowns, etc. Right. So that headlining event fell through. It was going to happen, and we were right around the corner from it taking place. Uh, the second matchup that people are talking about right now uh, is against Savannah Marshall. Savannah Marshall holds the WBO middleweight title. Who is Savannah Marshall? Well, Savannah Marshall, if you do a little research on her, Savannah Marshall is that one loss that Clarissa Shields had in her amateur career the record as amateur the 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 rec the amateur record that clarissa shields holds today is uh is 77 and one that one loss is at the hands of savannah marshall so she holds a wbo title now that would be another uh another big matchup for for clarissa shields to in a, in a fight to avenge she's the only woman to ever defeat shields um and Jessica McCaskill, like I was mentioning earlier, right? The back and forth through social media, uh, that, that's been happening. And Jessica McCaskill, obviously, at welterweight, looks like they would be probably fighting at super welterweight unless McCaskill makes the jump up to middleweight. But the super welterweight titles will probably be the ones in play there, and they would meet at the uh, super welterweight division. McCaskill going up, Shields going down. Other boxers that you should do some research on and keep an eye out for. Savannah Marshall, whom we just mentioned, uh, she seems to be the the person that gave uh, Clarissa Shields her sole defeat in her amateur career. She's doing big things in boxing. She's got a title of her own. Christina Hammer, former opponent of Clarissa Shields, that's another name to keep an eye out for uh, in women's boxing. Hannah Gabriels, another notorious name in women's boxing. Nicola Adams, up and coming. Uh, prospect in women's boxing, Marlon Sparza. We heard about Marlon Sparza through her ventures uh, in the Olympics and her Olympic runs. Uh, she is an active women fighter. She is action. She is just a come forward, all out brawler and a decent boxing skill on her end. But she's more notorious for her wars that she has in the ring. Uh, often, often bloody matches that, that she ends up uh, putting putting out there. Uh, Shannon Courtney. Now, Shannon Courtney actually was on the undercard of the Billy Joe Saunders, Martin Murray, uh, uh, that, that card that took place here, uh, a few days back about less than a week ago. Uh, so she was part of there. She actually came out victorious in her fight. So keep an eye out for her. She seems to be doing big things. Seniesa Estrada is another one. Now, Seniesa Estrada has been getting a lot of local hype, uh, throughout, uh, the United States, the local uh, the local boxing markets, California, uh, Arizona, Nevada. A lot of a lot of noise is being made and a lot of hype behind Senia Estrada. Uh, check her out; she's doing big things. And the last name that I want to mention on here is Diana Fernandez. Uh, Diana Fernandez uh, is also uh, it, in Mexico. They they glorify Diana Fernandez at the moment. Uh, she is she has been a model. Uh, she is out there as the face and the cover uh, of, of magazines, and uh, and they, 
the, the public is behind her right now. So Diana Fernandez, up and coming prospect as well. She's been at it for a little bit, but she hasn't hit the big stage yet. Hence why I say prospect, because she's a few fights away from hitting the big stage. She has the look, she has the persona, she has the char- the, the charisma, and uh, she needs to put up uh, a few good wins to get her to a grand stage and get exposure in a, in a larger card. So Diana Fernandez, one of the last names to add to that list. Um, hope you enjoy this. If you haven't been watching women's boxing, listen, women's, uh, the fight game, the women's fight game overall uh, improved greatly thanks to Ronda Rousey, thanks to Holly Holm, thanks to Misha Tate uh, in MMA, right? But women's boxing has come a long way from the days of Lila Ali, Mia St. John, Christy Martin, even Holly Holm when she competed in boxing. The opposition is a lot better. The technique, the skill that these women are fighting with is a lot better. And uh, and now we're starting to see these superstars. We're in a perfect era for women's boxing right now. And uh, this is a time to get behind them. Uh, support women's boxing. Do your research. See who else pops up. If there's another name that you think I should be talking about or keeping an eye out for, send it to me via email. Send me a tweet. Follow me on Instagram. And uh, and send me a DM. Let me know. Hey, you should be checking this girl out, or you should have mentioned her. And let's 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 see what they do. Let's see how far women's boxing is going. But they seem to be in a perfect spot at the moment, and big big matchups. And they're starting to catch up to MMA as far women's MMA as far as exposure. And I think the sky's the limit for these fighters that I just mentioned, and and the new fighters that are that are coming up, the new prospects that are that are. Uh, that are just around the corner knocking on that door for that grand stage and that grand that grand event that they uh hopefully will headline in the in the near future. So a lot of excitement behind women's boxing. This is these five names that I mentioned to you are the who's who in women's boxing. Hope you enjoy this episode and I'll talk to you all soon. Take care.